Hello and welcome back to the Hosher Show. Uh, we finally got yeah, we got Nick's lazy ass back here finally. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, we have a lot to talk about. I I didn't think we were gonna have as much to talk about. Um, you know, only going four days in between shows. Um, but yeah, I mean, goalies got slapped around harder than Chris Rock at the Oscars last night. Um, oh man, I should have known that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sixteen different teams scored five or more goals. Uh, one of those teams was uh, Edmonton, who scored five goals, but still lost nine to five somehow to Calgary. Um, and I Which thought wouldn't that wouldn't even be the the most points or the most goals given up. This yeah. Weekend. Well, I I thought it was going to be. Uh, yeah. That was on Saturday, and then yesterday, uh, my boys, um, I guess they were pissed off because of how they played against the, the Sabers and the Rangers, um, came out and just whooped Detroit's ass eleven to two. Um, at at no point was it close. I believe the closest it got it was like six to two, and then we we just kept scoring. Like my my phone was literally going off like every five minutes. I was like, what the fuck. Um, I watched the highlights because I didn't get to watch the game, and like it was, it just every shot. It seemed like every shot that went to the net just went in. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, it I mean, was, it was it was hard at first because I was like, I mean, the NASCAR race was on. Uh, we had the golf tournament was ongoing, and like both of those were like really compelling. And I was like, shit, I need to watch the Penguins game. I literally watched like <laughs> five minutes. I was like, well, I am I'm not watching this. Like, it was great to see. I loved it, but I was like, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not wasting my time with this shit show. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but it, it was just a very off week for, and I feel like it, it's been like a weird underlying storyline throughout the season. Is random, not even just random teams. Like obviously they're really good teams doing this, but I mean a couple weeks ago we had well, I think it was Detroit and Montreal scoring like twenty goals in a game, damn near. Um, combined, it, it's it's been weird how high the scoring has gone this year. I, I feel maybe it's just me, but I feel like. I mean, See, a past year. Like, yeah, go ahead. I, like, I haven't watched as much as you have, but even I, I think I even made a comment to you a couple weeks back about it. It, the goalie play just seems like even the elite level goalies or even the good level goalies, like whatever. It it seems like it's down. Right. I don't. Something is. I, I don't know. It's so like I I, f- I feel like we're getting back to like I mean prehistoric hockey here, where like <laughs> right. the, the goalies had like cardboard for pads and they weren't going to stop anything and <laughs> now we're back to that i don't know it's just i feel like it's really weird to see um yeah i but 16 teams scoring five goals i feel like it's just ridiculous um yeah anyway moving on from that um gonna do two different debates here we'll do one for the east for me one for the west to keep nick occupied um nick i'll, I'll ask you first though who do you think I mean, obviously, we, we we know the the eight teams that are going to the playoffs at this point. Um, Columbus has fallen even farther behind. They're damn near 20 points back of Washington. Um, so give me who you think is going to – what the finishing order you think it's going to be from top to bottom with, with these eight teams. This is tough, man. Um, you know, Florida, Florida to me is that team that, like, from what I've seen um, from when I started watching, Florida doesn't seem like that team that shows an elite level necessarily. Like, like when I look at Florida, I don't necessarily think that they have as high of a ceiling as what some of these other teams do. Um, but they play a very consistent game. Um, and, and it's a very good game. It might not be that, that top elite level, but it is a very good 
very consistent game. Um, and I haven't had the pleasure of getting to watch the playoffs yet, so I don't know, you know, what kind of teams tend to thrive in the playoffs. But as far as getting to the playoffs and what order they're finishing, um, I, I, I don't know. Carolina's made a little comeback. Florida had a little bit of a lead on them, and Carolina's sitting one point behind. But Pitt's made a comeback as well, getting only four points behind. This is, this East is tough. Like, while the eight might be decided at this point, <laughs> who knows? Uh, yeah. There's still a lot of hockey left. Um, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Uh, I, I think you're going to love to hear this. I think Pitt uh, is is finding their stride, finding their, um, their playoff play style and, and the way that they're going to want to play, you know, chasing another Stanley Cup. I'm going to I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that I think by the end of the season Pittsburgh is going to be in that top spot. Um, While I would part. love that to happen. Uh I think it's the opposite. I I think we've become more inconsistent than ever. Um Well, so judging by uh, I I should have thought like worded that a tad differently cuz yeah. the the two games that you referenced earlier definitely weren't um, <laughs> weren't your best showings, but I in I I at least I can hope that that's going to be, you know, those yeah. two games, like you said, pissed off um, and might be like, hey, look, we're about to be in the playoffs. Um, we're not getting in the playoffs to exit round one, you know, a wake up call, I, I guess you could say. But yeah. I like to be a little controversial. So I, I, yeah, I'm going Pittsburgh in the first. Yeah, exactly. Pittsburgh in the first spot. I, I think Florida stays above. Do I, though? Nope. I'm going Pittsburgh, Carolina, Florida. Um, let's see. We got Rangers. I Yeah, Pittsburgh, Carolina, Florida, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Rangers, and I think Boston and Washington stay in the wild card spot. Okay. Um yeah, like like I was saying, I mean, obviously beating a team eleven two is great. Um, if we could, <laughs> the two it, it, I, I yeah, I hope this like sparks <laughs> our offense a little bit because I mean they've struggled before this and and been kind of stagnant at times. So I hope getting to put this this power display on and just putting up eleven goals kind of sparks something in inside of all the offensive players. And not that I don't, I mean, I would love to go score eleven goals every damn night, but that's not going to happen. Um. But if we could get our offense in, involved in games where not have to rely on our defense so much, I think that's why we, we, you know, we, we cave as much as we do. I mean, on Friday when uh, New York got to us, I mean, they gave up three goals in the first, I think, like four and a half minutes. Like, we never got our feet under us, and we were just trying to play catch-up the whole time. I mean, one of our best defensive players literally left a guy wide open in the slot, and that, that led to one of the goals. And it was just like, it was just that kind of night, and we never got our, our balance back at all um so the way i have i'm envisioning this order i think carolina is gonna finish first i was gonna say win the east i don't think uh I'm, i just say i think they're gonna finish first in the east going into the playoffs um i have florida staying at second and really uh, those two are gonna flip-flop and it's gonna come down to um how well their trade acquisitions play. Like if Drew can become a really good contributor 
Florida's going to stay at the top. If Max Domi can become a really good contributor, Carolina's going to jump to the top. Um, I have Pittsburgh staying in third. Um, the Rangers, I, I think... <clears throat> so, it'll it'll come down to Tuesday. Uh, the Rangers, you know, they, they have a rematch against Pittsburgh, but this one's in Pittsburgh. Um, and I think that'll go... If New York can jump... If they beat Pittsburgh and they jump them in the standings... Um, it might be one of the things where they just don't look back in Pittsburgh. I mean, either way, I think Pittsburgh and New York are going to play the first round of the playoffs. Like that's just how it's going to end up. Um, which I think it's going to be a great series. It just it's coming down to who's going to have home ice advantage. Um, the way Tampa Bay is playing, they damn near damn near might get jumped by Toronto. I mean, it, it's a one point gap right now. Toronto's uh, ahead, technically ahead of Boston due to a tiebreaker. Uh, I think they play again this week as well. Um, and we'll get to that in a minute, talking about the upcoming games. So, Toronto, I, if Toronto could play defense, they'd probably be the best team in the league. And it's like. so weird because <laughs> this, you're talking about a team that loses to the Coyotes, that loses to the Canadians, that loses to the Sabres, but they can beat these, these like, I beat, they beat Florida this week. And it's like, what the hell? Like, why can't y'all just be a little bit more consistent? Like, I understand anything can happen on any given night of hockey. Um, and it's just so weird to me how it, like wildly inconsistent they are. Um, but I, I think, I mean, and their biggest issue is just the goaltending. Um, but so, yeah, I have Tampa Bay. I have Boston moving up into the top six here. I'm going to, I'm going to say Tampa Bay drops down to the wild card. Um, I think Washington, unless something like magically turns around there. Um, and not obviously not that they're playing bad. They're in a playoff position right now. Um, but I feel like they need a big turnaround in that locker room um, to get themselves headed it, higher up that ranking. It might be 10 points in between them and first place Florida, but from what I've seen of the teams in the East, like that 10 points seems like a lot more than just 10. Yeah. You know, when, when, when I look at Washington compared to Florida, it's I, the two totally different teams. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I just don't see that they might, close the gap a little bit, but I just don't see them jumping. They would have to jump the Rangers to get into the top six. Uh, I mean, with the way New York has been playing lately, um, and, you know, Pittsburgh, while they've been volatile, they've still been, I feel like, a lot better than Washington. Um, I'm going to keep Washington at, at the last wild card spot. Um, Tampa Bay drops down to the wild card. Um, so that gives us Boston-Toronto in the first round, which never goes well for Toronto. Um yeah. So then, I don't know a lot about hockey, but I've seen enough memes to know that Toronto does not <laughs> yeah. win Stanley Cups. Yeah. Um. So that is my or our our predictions for the the finishing order of the East. Uh. Now over on the West Coast, um, we have a lot of teams still in the hunt for the wild card. Um. So Nick, you're the Western Conference expert here. Um. I use that term very loosely. Yeah. Very uh, loosely. So I'll go first. I'll give you who I think is going to end up in the wild card. Um, for the Western Div- or Conference, uh, and then you tell me how wrong I am and who you think is going to be in there. Um, so a- as it sits, we have St. Louis and Vegas in the wild card. Dallas is one point back. Winnipeg is two. Vancouver, oh god, I got to do math there. Nine. They're nine points. No, eight. Eight points back. There, you go. there we go. And San Jose. Yeah. Yeah. Never will be. San Jose is ten <laughs> points back. Um. I think St. Louis either ends up in the playoffs, or obviously, 
they either end up in the top six or they end up in the wild card. So I think St. Louis is safe. The, the The question comes down to Vegas and if they can gain any kind of consistency on that team. Um, let's see, I believe they are. Away players that don't leave. Their <laughs> they are. I guess they're only one point back. I think they're now I'm trying to trying to think, and that's not my strong suit. Yeah, that, that's where I get into trouble. <laughs> so I believe they're only one point back of Edmonton. Um. So you know, at at the end of the day, I think I think they're gonna fuck around and end up staying in. So I'm gonna I'm gonna keep the wild card the same. I I have St. Louis and Vegas. Um, Montreal, they're one behind Montreal. No, Edmonton. I, I was uh, Montreal's in last place. If they're a point yeah, behind Montreal, I, they got I, a damn I said issue. it with such confidence. Too. You did too. <laughs> um, I, so. Yeah, I I think I think that the top eight of Western Conference has now stays the same. You said the top six or the top top eight? the top eight. I mean, I I think within that top eight, they're gonna they're gonna move around more. I mean, St. Louis was. You just don't like, think that anybody gets in that's not currently in. Yeah, and I, I mean that might like Dallas might jump up there for a couple games, but I think at like on April 29th at, at midnight when the seat regular season's over this is going to be your eight western conference playoff teams yeah i i definitely i don't think you're far off if you're wrong at all um my biggest thing is vegas has been i don't want to necessarily call it a free fall um but it, they they have been on a downward trend um but it's going to come down to, I don't think that Winnipeg has has the team. Yes, they might only be two points behind a wild card spot right now, but I don't think they have the team to put a stretch together that gets them in. Um, it, it really, I, I think that you're right. And the qu- only question mark I really have is Vegas. And Vegas and Dallas are in a competition to who can not make the playoffs, I think. Um, so... <laughs> Whichever one happens to want it more, I, I think is going to end up um, being the one that gets in. And I mean, I, neither one of them, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Vancouver made it at this point, because at least Vancouver plays like with effort and looks like they want to make it in. Like I said, Dallas and Vegas, like, it, it seems like they're in a competition to lose their that wild card spot. Um, but. I, I think that Dallas has just been the one thing about Vegas, like they've been consistently mediocre. We'll call it like, I personally haven't seen anything from Vegas where I'm like, yeah, this is a team that could win a Stanley cup, but I also haven't seen anything where I'm like, damn, this team is absolutely terrible. Mm-hmm. Dallas, while their ceiling has been higher, has been super inconsistent, especially recently. Um, now, granted they have, you know, had an injury or two in there uh, for a short span. But nonetheless, they just they've been all over the place. And I think if Vegas can at least stay that consistent mediocre mediocrity, whatever, um, I, I think they they do enough to squeeze in, like you said, at, at midnight on at the end of the regular season. Yeah, I mean, at, at this rate, if the way Vegas and that, Vegas and Dallas front offices are very similar in the fact that they're complete dumpster fires. Um and if they keep fucking around, Winnipeg's gonna like Winnipeg has closed ground on them. And yes. I mean, if if they can keep it going, who's this, I mean, 
they might end up in the playoffs. Who knows? Um, How at this point, I wouldn't count San Jose out. Like, I know. <laughs> I mean, well, like you, you and I said just before we hopped, it was yeah. like three or four weeks ago. We're like, oh my god, like we should take San Jose out, but no, like we'll, we'll keep him in for now. And like, granted, they're ten points back, but they keep beating like big names. But then they turn around and lose to yeah. stupid people like, like we Arizona. About the ten or, yeah. points. We talked about the ten points like between Washington and Florida, and the ten points between San Jose and say Vegas is a seems a whole lot smaller than the 10 points between Washington and Florida. Yeah. Um, <laughs> completely different, especially the way those, those bottom, bottom tier uh, Western Conference teams are playing. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out the rest of the year. Uh, let's get into some of the results from the games we went over last Wednesday. Uh, Vancouver. Oh, oh, wait. Nope. I'm sorry. I'm reading Nick's side of the paper now. Nick, why don't, why don't you go ahead and, and, and get us started? He's doing the show by himself again. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> so on Wednesday, uh, Vancouver upset Colorado in Colorado three to one. Um, you know, this is something I think we had briefly touched about, touched on it two weeks ago. I think I made a comment about it. This Colorado team, while they might have, let me double check this before I say it. Yeah, they might have the most points in the league. Um, they're definitely one of the most, all, or one of the best all around teams, I think. Um, but they have weaknesses. And I, in the games that they've lost, they love to show them off. So definitely a team to keep an eye on as, as we get closer to the end of the season and into the playoffs here. Yeah. Um, I, don't know, I feel like the, the president's curse is going to strike again. I mean, unless they can, they like flip a switch when they get to the playoffs. Um, I don't know. Just, From I mean, what it, I've seen, like in the past couple months that I've watched, like it doesn't make sense to me how they're because, like I said, like they're they're a good team, they're a good all around team. But just when I watch them play, I'm like, how does this team, how is this team going to reach a hundred points this season? They just, I don't know. Yeah. Um. Moving on on Thursday, Tampa Bay lost to Boston three to two in Boston. Uh, Carolina loses at home to Dallas four to three. Minnesota beats Vancouver at home uh, three to two. Edmonton um, beats San Jose at home five to two. Again, like we just said, San Jose can beat really good teams, and then they turn around and lose five to two to Edmonton. It's like I don't know what's going on with that team. Uh, and Vegas. Um, the reason that they are in the wild card right now is they stomped Nashville six to one at home. Yeah, and I feel like I don't know what's going on in Nashville. I think we've talked about this like every week. I think one week we talk about them and like, man, they look really good this week, and then the next week we're like, this team looks like shit. I, I don't know. Some Nashville needs to get their shit figured out. But nonetheless, uh, on Friday, uh, the spark that 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 fueled. Uh, the flame under Pittsburgh's ass. Pitts, they had lost in New York to the Rangers five to one. Yeah, I was driving to Savannah, and my phone just kept going off. And every time I looked down, I saw we were losing by more. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> on Saturday, uh, Carolina beat St. Louis in St. Louis seven to two. Uh, Calgary beats Edmonton at home nine to five. Um, just like a work day. Yeah, Jeez. Dolly Parton their ass. Um. <laughs> And Dallas loses to Vancouver at home four to one. Yep. And to wrap up the weekend on Sunday, the two big games we had going on, uh, we had Colorado losing at Minnesota three to two, and uh, Florida losing to Toronto in Toronto two to five. Definitely some some big losses for some some top teams in the league. 
this weekend. Yeah. Uh, notable games upcoming this week between now and Friday. Uh, we have Carolina at Washington tonight and Vancouver at St. Louis tonight. So Vancouver going to try and keep pushing for the playoffs. Um, playing the team that's sitting in the wild card right now. Um, see if maybe they're a team that can can sneak in there. Who knows? At this point, I, I don't know anymore about the Western Conference. Yeah. I, I don't, it's a tough conference to be in your inaugural hockey learning season to try to figure out what the hell is going on. <laughs> uh, tomorrow, we have an Eastern Conference bout. Uh, we got the New York Rangers at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looking to turn things around from when they were in New York. Uh, we have Toronto in Boston. We have Carolina in Tampa Bay. And last but not least on Tuesday for the big games, we have Colorado at Calgary. That should be a great one. I'm going to I'm gonna try to sit down and, and watch that one, you know, maybe at least try to get a handle on what the hell is going on in this conference. Yeah, um, that, that'd be a really great. I mean, obviously, I'm going to be watching the, the Rangers-Pittsburgh game. Um, if, I, if I can stay up, I'll watch that game. We'll see. That's why you're the Western Conference. See, I'm used Conference. to staying up. I was going to say, that, that's why you're the Western Conference guy, because you yeah. stay up and watch it. <laughs> uh, on Wednesday, um, lots of games going on, but only one notable playoff game, or playoff contender game, I should say. Um, could end up being a playoff game. We have St. Louis and Vancouver again. Uh, on Wednesday night, but this time it'll be in Vancouver. A uh, nice little home and home there. Um, I mean, Vancouver can make up four points on St. Louis, um, which is huge. Yeah. <laughs> now, from St. Louis, uh, we're going to talk about the points here in a minute. Um, they're eleven points back, um, but only eight. So, I mean, if Vegas doesn't win a game the rest of the week, and Vancouver can steal these two against St. Louis, I mean, you're only four points back in the playoffs, and It'll just become even more of a shit show trying to understand that that playoff race. Yeah, eventually we're just gonna stop talking about the East and just sit here and try to decipher the West for a whole episode. Just like, all right, here's what the hell's going on. Yeah. Um, and on Thursday, which um, we will be coming back to you again, like George said, um, going to two shows this week with the playoffs coming up. Uh, but those games that we have going on Thursday night, we have the Winnipeg Jets. At, in Toronto uh, for that Canadian matchup, uh, we have the San Jose Sharks in Colorado. You know, looking that San Jose will probably win that because why not? Um, and we have the Los Angeles Kings at the Calgary Flames for the last big matchup on Thursday. Yeah, uh, exciting week of hockey upcoming here. Um, like Nick said, like I said last week in uh, my solo episode, um, you know. Uh, Getting down to it, we're going to start doing two episodes now a week. Uh, just try and get you guys ready. Maybe playoffs, uh, come playoffs, uh, maybe we'll, we'll do more. Who knows? Um, now for your standings update, since we talked about it enough. Uh, Florida leads away in the East with 94 points. Carolina has 93. Pittsburgh has 90. The Rangers have 89. The Lightning have 88. And Toronto has 87 points. Um, in the wild card, Boston has 87 and Washington has 84. So 10 points cover, I mean, top to bottom, which is just, I feel like, insane. Whereas in the Western Conference, you're going to talk about here in a minute. We have 10 points from first to second. Um, and the dragon ass category, as always, Columbus with 69 points. Nice. nice. Uh, the Islanders with 65. Detroit with 60. Buffalo, 56. Philadelphia, 53. Ottawa, 52. The Devils with 53. 
and Montreal out of last place, baby. The comeback is complete. Uh, they have 47 points. Yes, sir. And other than the top, uh, yeah, other than the top two spots in the East, the battle for last place is definitely the best, the best battle happening in the NHL right now. It is absolutely electrifying. And as a Seattle fan, I've been following it very closely. Uh, it's it's like watching a NASCAR race with a pass every lap. It's ridiculous. Or like March Madness with lead changes every two minutes. It's insane. Um, uh, maybe I'm just more excited about it because my team happens to be down in that battle. But nonetheless, um, the teams that people actually care about, uh, at the top of the West, we have Colorado at 98 points, Calgary sitting at 88 points, 10 games behind, uh, or 10 points behind, sorry. We have Minnesota sitting in third. Los Angeles sitting in, oh, I forgot to say the points, with 84 points. Uh, in fourth, we have the Los Angeles Kings at 81. Uh, fifth, we have Nashville at 80. And sixth, we have Edmonton at 77. Sitting in the first wildcard spot, we have St. Louis at 79. And in the second and last wildcard spot, we have the Vegas Golden Knights at 76. Still in the hunt, uh, we have Dallas at 75 points, Winnipeg at 74 points. Vancouver at 68 points, and San Jose at 66 points. And last, and also certainly least, in the Dragon-ass category, we have the Anaheim Ducks sitting at 65 points, Chicago at 58, Seattle at 46 for second to last in the league, and the last place currently in the NHL, we have Arizona at 45 points. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I mean, it's it's always so because like even when you finish in last, you can go to the lottery and get screwed and end up drafting eighth. Um, so yeah. Anyway, yeah, like you said, the the, the race for last is on. Um, so it'll be interesting to see who finishes there. My money's on Arizona at this point. Um, but we'll have to see. Uh, so anyway, I talked about this briefly on last week's episode when I was by myself. Uh, Nick had mentioned that he heard somewhere that Vegas was the first expansion team in 50 years, um, which I told him at the moment it happened, that wasn't true. Um, so we're going to break down uh, real quick, go through a timeline of when every NHL team was introduced uh, and, and, and just go over it. Um, you ready for that, Nick? I am. Okay. Because, like, I'm, I'm still learning. Yeah, you are. I, I mean, like, I, think I, that's, I, I that's wasn't mad at you. That, yeah, no, I was just no, like, no. you know, that's this, this excites is, me. Yeah, it's, I was like, hey, this I is I, I get to talk about, you know, I get to educate you more, which is yes, sir. I don't ever get to educate many people, so yeah. I, and I like find anybody who knows me knows, like, if I talk about sports, first of all, I want to know what the hell I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and two, like, I want to know everything possible there is to know. Like, it's fun talking about hockey right now, but I literally strive every single day that I watch hockey or even think about hockey. I'm like, damn, I wish I knew more, because like. You hear me talk about the NHL, I'm throwing, or not NHL, NFL, like I'm throwing players' names out, and I'm like, yeah, they've been in the league since this year, and yada, 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 and I'm not at that point, so I definitely, like, I'm excited, that's why George still proceeds to teach me shit every week, Um, so if you don't know shit about the NHL, now is your time to learn right along with me. Yeah, so so here we go, Uh, the original six era uh, was from 1942 to 1967, Uh, from 1917 to 42, when the NHL was first started, all that. Um, there was a couple other teams in and out of the league, um, but from 42 to 67, we had the original six in Boston, Toronto, 
Chicago, Detroit, Montreal, and the New York Rangers. Uh, then in 1967, we had the six-team expansion that brought us the Kings, uh, the Minnesota North Stars, uh, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, St. Louis, and the California Seals. Uh, in 1970, <laughs> uh, we added Buffalo and Vancouver. Uh, in 1972, we added the Islanders and the Atlanta Flames. Uh, in 1974, uh, we added Washington and the Kansas City Scouts. Uh, from 76 to 78, uh, the Seals moved from California to Cleveland, and then they would eventually merge with the North Stars in 1978. Uh, 1979. I was thinking about that the other day. I'm mm-hmm. glad that we're talking about this because I was like, I really felt like, I don't know why, but I really feel like um, Cleveland should have a hockey team. And yeah. like, I was thinking about it and I was like, damn, Cleveland doesn't have a hockey team. And like, a lot, like a lot of people were surprised that Columbus, I mean, we're going to talk, I will not, but Columbus got the expansion franchise and it wasn't somewhere more metropolitan like Cleveland because they already had, you know, two other or three other major league sports teams. Um, but Cleveland and Columbus it, it, are it is, really not that far apart. I, at yeah, least I and it, it is kind of nice to have like, like uh, North Carolina is the same way. Like when we talked mm-hmm. about Carolina, when I first started talking about hockey, I just assumed that they were in Charlotte. So yeah. it, it is nice to have a little bit of. Yeah. Uh, and then so in 19, yeah, 1979, uh, we have Edmonton, the Hartford Whalers, the Quebec Nordiques, and the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, in 1980, the Atlanta Flames moved from Atlanta to Calgary to become the now Calgary Flames. Uh, 1991, uh, San Jose is added. Uh, 92, we have Ottawa and Tampa Bay. In 93, we have Florida and Anaheim added. Uh, when Anaheim was added, they were originally the Mighty Ducks, uh, named after the movie. Um, they were named after the movie, or the movie was yeah. named after them? No, they were named after the movie. Um, nice. Yeah, they held nice. a naming contest, and it was right after like the, the first Mighty Ducks came out. Um, That's what I'm so, talking about. That's listening to your fans, right? Yeah. There. Um. Also, in 93, the North Stars moved from Minnesota to Dallas. Uh, a lot of fans were not happy about that. Um, but that's how we got the Dallas Stars. Uh, in 1995, Quebec Nordiques are moved to Colorado, and now we have the Colorado Avalanche. In 1996, the Winnipeg Jets are moved to Arizona and become the Arizona Coyotes. Um, 1997, the Hartford... Yeah, I was waiting for you to say something. That's why I paused for a minute. And then... it, it just clicked. The Winnipeg Jets mm-hmm. moved to Arizona to become the Arizona Coyotes, and then we still have... Keep going, because I'm sure. Yeah, oh yeah, we'll we'll get there in a minute. Um, yeah, 1997, the Hartford Whalers move to become the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, uh, like a lot of a lot of players are still upset about that because now they have to they they lose money thanks to that. Um, 1998, we add Nashville. Uh, In 1999, the Atlanta Thrashers are introduced. In 2000, uh, Columbus and Minnesota get their teams. And here we go. In 2011, Atlanta moves to Winnipeg uh, and renames their, their team the Jets. Um, so the current Winnipeg Jets have only been there since 2011. Um, yeah, before that, they, they had a very story franchise there, uh, but just ran out of money and they relocated the team because the owners wanted to. And then obviously... In 2017, we add the Vegas Golden Knights, and in 2021, Nick's favorite team, the Seattle Kraken. Yes, sir. Uh, and now Nick's addicted to crack. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, I'm not uh, actually addicted. 
<laughs> uh so what 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 were your interesting things that you learned there? Um so first of all, my biggest thought through this whole thing was I feel like it's difficult enough for a team to like completely move cities within the United States, but there's a lot of teams in here who have moved like within Canada and back and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So like that was very interesting to me because I feel like that's a whole bunch of ridiculous ass paperwork that just seems like a huge ass <laughs> headache. Like yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine. Um, now I'm sure it's probably not that bad considering like everybody on the team already needs a passport anyway and all that shit. Right. Nonetheless, it seems like a fucking headache. Um, so that was definitely one thing. And there's like thinking about the cities that teams are in. Uh, some of the cities that like people choose to be in definitely um intrigues me i guess we'll say now like atlanta was one city where i was like i don't really see atlanta as like a hockey city and then they moved so you know that, that was good for me I, I'll, I'll take a point on that, I'll take that <laughs> as a win, you know but um yeah they just they never had good moving. attendance i think they made the playoffs like twice uh if mm -hmm. that i think they only won like one playoff series um or maybe it was even one playoff game i can't i can't remember uh but yeah they were not a great franchise, uh, and yeah, the fans in Atlanta just did not care about hockey. Um, they used to play in the same arena as the Hawks, and I think the Hawks would have like triple the attendance that the Thrashers would have. Um, Jeez. So yeah, it was it was an interesting dynamic there, and obviously only lasted what, twelve years, um, and yet we have the freaking Arizona Coyotes that nobody has cared about since nineteen ninety six, and. <laughs> We're going on damn near twenty five years. Um, or no, twenty six. Twenty six like, years. Yeah, because when I think about Arizona, the last thing I think of is ice anywhere. Like, <laughs> so it, it's that, that's kind of funny to me. But nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that is thinking. that is every year um, that the NHL has expanded, teams moved, and all that stuff. Um, now to get into our moment, uh, our favorite NHL moments. Um, real quick to recap the last one we had Raymond Bork finally winning the championship after winning or after playing for 21 years. Nick, what were your thoughts on that moment? Um, what did you think of the video I sent you before we set up the, the next one here? Uh, yeah, I think, I think I might've messaged you about it. I don't remember, but definitely to at least tell the fans, like as someone who's played sports, um, I've never had the, the blessing of. I shouldn't say that. I have played in tournaments and won. Um, if you ask anybody that went to high school with me, they called it the tournament of the blind because um, a lot of times we were playing like low-level Christian schools. It was in basketball. Um, so I don't know. It was nice to win those and like hold up a trophy, but I've never really, I've never had that experience of like fighting my way through a tournament and, you know, winning. At least I did it once in wrestling when I was like six, but that definitely, you know, nowhere near the same um so I've, I've never had that experience so as someone who has played um you know I, i've been in uh, district tournaments for football um, you know i i have won a division championship in track but again i've never played through that tournament but i i've felt the heartbreak of losing in those tournaments um and the desire to want to win and just watching him you know knowing the backstory waiting 21 years to win that finally winning it um, hearing the announcers the way they called it um, 
you know, watching his teammates celebrate with him, it, it brought a tear to my eye. Um, you know, I, I love sports. I'm very passionate about sports. I have a lot of emotions when it comes to sports. And, you know, just watching that happen, you know, brought out those emotions. And, you know, it, I, I felt proud. I, I never watched the man play in a single game in my life. I didn't even know who he was until you told me about it. But just watching the emotions of everybody else brought out those emotions in me, um, you know, and, and it was it was heartwarming, to say the least. I didn't mean to get all sentimental here on, <laughs> on this tough hockey podcast. but <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, definitely it's, it's an emotional moment. It, I mean, it hits you, especially, like, once you learn more and more about the backstory and all that. Um, but the I setup... also have never witnessed yeah. one of my teams win a championship either. Well, no, I can't even count basketball because I'm only – I was a LeBron fan, not a – What about UNC? Okay, so, yes, I ha- <laughs> you're right. You're right. I have. I – I watched so many shit teams that I forgot that one of my <laughs> teams actually has success. Um, I definitely, actually, I might have cried when UNC won their national champion. Was that 2017? 18, I want to say. 18. No, no, it was 17. Yeah, because we, we won in 16. You guys won in 17. Yeah, that's right. And we won in 18. Yep. I cried in 16 when we won. Um, First of all, I cried in 16 when you won. But yeah. <laughs> for, for different reasons. <laughs> for the wrong reason. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I remember the first time watching Pittsburgh win in 09 um, after coming back, uh, you know, losing the year before in, in six games to the same team and then beating them in seven on their home ice, um, you know, forever having the moment of, you know, uh, I don't know why I can't think of his name right now. One of my favorite players of all time. Um, just shushing the crowd after he he lost a fight and turned around and shushed the crowd. Um, I'll have to put that <laughs> on yeah, I'll have to put that one. I don't know why I can't think of his name. It's really annoying me right now. I, I've um, seen the clip that you're talking about, and I can't yeah. think of his name either. Um, but I don't feel as bad because it's not my favorite. So, yeah, I've been blessed to see two of my teams win. Or, no, three, because I'm a Yankee, yeah, Yankees won in 09. Um, so the ones that I remember watching, like, I was a really I was a baby when they won in, you know, they won three in a row in the, in the late 90s, so I don't really remember that. Um, they won in 09, though. So I've watched three of my teams win, win championships. Um, so, I mean, that's kept me from driving off a cliff yeah but uh yeah it's, it's good to have at least one good team to watch like yeah absolutely i love a good underdog so i think that might be why i i enjoy watching shit teams sometimes but it's nice to know that unc's always got my back and they might not always win the natty but yeah uh but to, to set up this week's moment uh b- before we just keep talking about how much we hate our, our sports teams um so patrick wah uh, was originally on Montreal. Obviously, he went on to have great success at Colorado. Won them two cups, uh, all of that. Um, before that, he was you know Montreal star goaltender uh, in a game against Detroit, and I believe it was 1995. Um, he would give up nine goals. Uh, one of the, one of the goals. Uh, well, he stopped a goal. It was like the first save he made all night. The, the crowd just started like sarcastically cheering for him. And so he stood up and he was like pumping the crowd up, all that stuff. Uh, goes on to give up nine goals. They finally pull him. Uh, normally, like when a guy gives up four, maybe five goals, they're like, okay, get out. Um, no, they left him in there. He gave up nine. When he gets off the ice, he's walking down. He glares at his coach, stops, turns around, and walks back to the GM for the Montreal and says that he will never play there again. Um, after the game, the coach is like, you know, it was just a misunderstanding. We're, we're going to get figured out at practice tomorrow. 
uh, and you know, we'll be ready to go for the next game. I believe it was like the next morning, the GM came out and said that they had traded him to Colorado. Uh, and that was that. And then, you know, he goes on to have his, his like we said, his great career there. Uh, so that's the setup for this this moment. Um, we'll play that here. Uh, as always, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, look for the show coming out again later this week. Uh, like we said, more episodes to get you guys ready for the playoffs as things start to heat up. Um, go check out our other shows, please. Check out our merch store. YouTube should be coming out on Wednesday. That's my goal. Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, but next week, uh, we, we will try to get it out there um, with all different stuff. Golf vlogs, sports vlogs, um, traveling to you know different arenas. Um, venues all that stuff um that is our goal for next week uh nick you got anything before we leave uh no just um, i'm not sure who it is because i don't know if they follow us or don't but somebody's been answering our polls on twitter so that's dope um but yeah keep showing love we're finally at least george mainly um has been trying to get on tiktok a little more uh, i'm hoping i had a good idea and then i lost it the other night so i never got to record it um still to this this moment don't know what the hell my good idea was but nonetheless it'll come eventually uh but keep showing love merch stores social medias whatever and we'll see you thursday absolutely uh so thank you guys for listening we'll be back and enjoy patrick wah uh just leaving <laughs> see you guys lariana makes a pass lariana cuts in what a stop rebound score igor lariana and the red wings lead it one to nothing Gives it off, better off, tried to tuck it in front, it was blocked, picked up, Lariana, oh, score! was all alone. He's wrapped up, able to get loose now, Kozlov, yes, that's score! Patrick Waugh with the arms up in the air, so I can't see it. Boy, there's nothing worse than that. When a goaltender does that, it's like he's blaming his defense for it. Off, cross ice, eyes in the wheels, and the score! Stick on the ice! And it's Wayne Johnson, makes it 5-1. This building's in shock. Better off 65 feet, while the save gets oh, the Oh, baby, they're going to win. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> that they got the hands up in the air. That's not the thing to do. No. Larian off behind Lynette. Sends it out to Federoff. Scores! Sergei Federoff. Bingo, bingo. Here comes the hook. Have mercy on me. After allowing nine goals on 26 shots, Waugh was finally replaced midway through the second period. As he made his way to the bench, Waugh brushed past his head coach, Mario Tremblay. He then confronted team president, Ronald Corey, with the message that he would never play for Montreal again. Patrick Waugh leaned over and spoke to the president of the Canadians organization. You can bet that's gonna draw some questions after this hockey game. I didn't, I, didn't hear, I didn't hear nothing what he said to Mr. Corey, but uh, if there's any problem, we're going to solve it tomorrow. We're going to meeting tomorrow at, at 1 o'clock in the room, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll discuss about that. And if there's some players who are unhappy with the team, we they just have to go see the GM and, uh, you know, we'll make some arrangements. The Montreal Canadiens made a trade yesterday, not yesterday, I would say, during the night. We trade Patrick Roy and Mike King for Jocelyn Thibault, Andre Kovalenko, and Martin Rosensky. 
For Waugh, it was a bitter end to his Montreal Canadiens career. But with a new team and a new opportunity, number 33 would thrive in Colorado, winning two more Stanley Cups and a third career Conn Smythe Trophy, a record that stands to this day.